0: Who's going?
1: Your mum. Like, she she doesn't like to be called old. Well, she doesn't like you to be called older Tom, because that makes her really old. So apologies to the lady, the The Duchess. Duchess (laughs) Uh, Your son is young. He's the youngest of the lot. He's a spring chicken. And uh, so are you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to be getting my jab soon, according to the NHS. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Which we th- we thought you would have had about six months ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, just because that Captain Tom got it didn't mean that it was actually me. You know,
1: you're listening to the Host Unknown podcast.
0: Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, from wherever you are, and welcome to the Host Unknown podcast. Uh, run by the very, very young and energetic uh, me and our two uh, colleagues, uh, Jav and Andy. Gents, how are you two? Good morning. Can't uh, can't
2: complain.
1: Okay, so I am actually hiding in my office today. I've closed the curtains because um, my boys have been. Since lockdown and what have you, and this week's been half term, so there's been no online learning either. They've just been on their phones, the tablets and the PlayStation all the time. So last night after they went to sleep, I picked up all the items and I and I've brought them to the back and hid them. And uh, they've they've only woken up a little while ago, so they haven't clocked on yet. So I'm just hiding in the back, and I'm expecting them to come charging into the the office anytime soon, demanding their devices back. So uh, <laughs> <if there's> any <laughs> disruption during, you know exactly why that is.
2: <laughs> so you're not a fan of the uh, the digital babysitter.
1: Well, no. Uh, well, you know what. It, I am. It's very convenient. It's very good. I wish I had one when I was younger.
0: uh, I wish I had an iPad when I was growing up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I got told off just watching too much TV.
2: Yeah. And that was only like like two two hours a day or something. Remember that? Get outside. (laughs) Yeah. Don't come back before it's dark. Yeah. What? I
0: always used to tell my kids that uh, back in the old days, before electricity, we had to watch television in the dark. (laughs) It took him a couple of moments to, to, to work work that one out.
2: Oh, dear. So, Andy, what have you been up to this week? Uh, enjoying the heat, uh, I believe. <laughs> the, uh, so, th- the previous week... I so, you're having... not
0: in Texas, then?
2: I'm not in Texas. No, but I can relate to my uh, colleagues in Texas. <laughs> did, did you go to Cancun with Senator Cruz? Right, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a logical step, right? Dubai's shut. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of blowback from there. Is
0: it? Uh, Is Dubai <laughs> shut?
2: Uh well for unless you're an influencer. Uh no they oh, yeah. yeah you're not allowed to uh travel at the moment. So no non-essential travel. Uh, but I did you know we had this sort of big freeze over here in the UK. I did have problems with my boiler. For for our
0: guests and our listeners in Texas, a uh, big freeze in the UK means somebody in the neighborhood left their freezer door open.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what well, you joke so, I mean we hit minus 4. And um, some areas in Texas actually only hit minus seven, so there wasn't too much in it. Uh, obviously, with the wind chill factor, it took it down to about minus seventeen uh, for those guys in Texas. But you know, looking at the uh, the actual data, what was the actual temperature? Um, but yeah, we weren't but, far off.
0: But but your boiler broke down, whereas for them, everything broke down.
2: Yeah, well, I guess that's the problem when you don't run your own national power grid, isn't it? That's uh, well, yes, this is
0: true. When you (laughs) secede from the nation's uh, power grids and think, yeah, we can do this, and we don't need to put warmers on our, you know, in our wind turbines and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it's pretty harsh. Like one of my colleagues, uh, you know, she sent the the message she gets when she calls the um, the power company, and it pretty much says you're on your own. Like, find some blankets,
0: (laughs) (laughs) wait it out. And it said, um, um, uh,
2: take warm drinks. I know. But that, how do you warm them up? <laughs> and Americans don't have kettles either. What's that all about in the house? No, exactly. Exactly.
0: Maybe on the East Coast, maybe in Boston, uh, they, they might have a kettle
2: uh, No, Boston and tea aren't. Um, no, <laughs> no, we don't uh, talk no, about not. them, no. they got yeah, no I respect don't. for tea in Boston. <laughs> <laughs>
0: After that little party they threw.
2: <laughs> so I'd say I a quick one. I was actually in uh, Boston um, a couple of years ago, and uh, I, I thought I'd do some touristy stuff while I was there. So I joined this reenactment tour um, down by the harbour, and uh, yeah, you, you're given these cards of a character that you play, and uh, it's amazing. Like I thought it was like really hysterical, but you know, I got in there. I hadn't spoken to anyone yet. I was on my own. And uh, I was the name of like some patriot, as uh, you know, they're all patriots there. And the venom towards the English that they drummed up uh, whilst in that room, giving everyone the brief of what's happening. Um, I actually kept my mouth shut throughout the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, yes, I'm this character. My name's John. I'm a patriot. I'm belly uh, Bob. <laughs> Yeah, and I drive a red pickup. <laughs> but yeah, I mean those things uh, still go on, and I was quite surprised that, uh, like, I even joined in, like on the reenactment. They've got these um, <laughs> these boxes of tea that you throw into the, <laughs> the harbour. And they're, they're attached by rope, so they pull them back out again, you know, when you're gone. But uh, yeah, I was joining in. I was like, yeah, screw the British, like
1: chucking the stuff over the side. Self-preservation. It reminds reminds me of a friend of mine, and uh, he, he was like the only Bengali kid in his school growing up, because he, he grew up in this area that hadn't been, uh, uh, whatever. Colonised garlic, <laughs> <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't multicultural. Anyway, the school was having some work done, and there were some Sikh builders working on the roof across. And he's uh, he's sitting in a class, and one of the one of the kids pointed out the w- window and said, "Oh, there's a the p word on the roof," and everyone started laughing and and started calling him like the, the p word. And I said, "What did you do?" He goes, "I started laughing and joined in as well." <laughs> 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 and That's Andy through and through. <laughs>
0: I'll tell you, yeah, well, al-
1: yeah.
0: Although in that kid's defence, he's he wasn't
1: from Pakistan, right? No, neither was the builder. He was from <laughs> India. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's not the point. That's not the point, though. Uh, you know, the kid joined in, you know, but, I mean, Andy completely betrayed his, country, his own country.
2: <laughs> the there's drop about, of a hat. There's about 75 angry Americans who, uh, obviously, changing the course of history, just had hatred for the British. So, I yeah, I... I was inside as an observer, I'll put it that way.
0: Yeah, but even a couple of years ago, you could probably have outrun them. <laughs>
1: yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You're I, a big lad, to... Andy, but I, you're not American B. No, I I kept referring to him as a skinny lad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what's, what's my uh, favourite saying? I hear? Americans eat like they've got free healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, man. Oh, mate, for all of our listeners in America uh well if you listen to us more than once then uh I think you know that we we love you specifically. Uh I'm just looking at our follower list we're not, getting, not not so many this uh we're in we? Lewis center hello from there oh, Atlanta one in Atlanta Kansas City Santa oh Santan
1: Valley you, you know how Netflix has uh regional shows so yeah. Certain shows you get in the UK, you won't get in the US, and and that kind of stuff. Uh, I think maybe we need to do that with our podcast. We need to like edit out certain parts and redub them just for a US audience so we don't alienate them. <laughs> Be quite a short
0: show. Um, we also, as I, I noticed here, we got one listener this week. It's last week in Wellington, New Zealand. Uh, so hello there. Give us a shout if you're listening again. Uh, <laughs> what? One in Kampala. Where's hey,
2: that? Yeah, 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 Uganda.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, so Kampala, uh, three from Harari, um, and twenty from Lagos. This last week.
1: Uh, boys are 20, back in
0: town. Yeah, twenty from Lagos. So, if you're part of the, the uh, listenership from Lagos, give us a shout. Tell us about yourselves. And why on earth you'd be listening to us? And first yeah.
2: one to uh, message and gets a twenty dollar Amazon voucher.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. You, you just need to Western Union us some money first before we- <laughs> to cover the handling fee, right? Hey, yes. you. <laughs> <coughs> we don't deal with
0: stereotypes here. No, seriously, the first one of any of those uh, places that I just mentioned that writes in, because I won't remember who they are. So actually, you could write in from. Cheswick, as far as I'm concerned. But the first one to write in, you'll get a, 20, a, a 20-something Amazon voucher. Dollars, pounds, rupees, whatever. Go dollars, for um...
2: <laughs> Stick with dollars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's see. What have we got for you this week? Uh, let's see. Well, so we do have this week in Infosec. Always up for that one. Tweet of the Week, Billy Big Balls. Round of the Week, Industry News. And a sticky pickle trademark of the week um, <clears throat> so I think we should get straight onto it shall we uh, let's have a look at
2: this week in Infosec So just the one this week, this part of the show, where we take a stroll down memory lane with content liberated from the Today in InfoSec Twitter account. Uh, as we know, Steve has not been updating it recently. So uh, we're having to go Come on, Steve. much further back to uh, find something relevant. Um, and this is a story which I found interesting. Now, if you recall Conficker. Uh, which was a fast-spreading worm that targeted a specific vulnerability in uh, Windows operating systems. Um, it exploited uh, the vulnerability that was patched with MS 08067. Uh, so this is from November well, 2000. you
0: still remember
2: all that detail. Uh, I know, but I did actually open an article just to double check it. Uh, So this is one that uh, we received this ourselves from uh, a development office we had in Belgrade, uh, popped up on instant messenger, spread around the office, uh, you know, as it does. Um, So this was one of those sort of blended threat viruses where, you know, sort of did Several approaches of spreading. You know, once it infected the computer, uh, it would disable things like you know the automatic backup settings, uh, the restore points that were part of Windows XP at the time, um, and it could just spread everywhere. And the whole thing was, it was due to receive an update on first of April, and no one knew what this update was going to be on the first of April. All these instructions, um, but anyway, this fire, it was a it was a menace. Like it wasn't actually, um, I guess. Not as destructive as you see, like ransomware and today's viruses, but it was just a complete menace. It just spread everywhere. Uh, it's like the virus equipment of a glitter bomb. Like you know, once it hits yeah, the network, yeah. it's painful <clears throat> cleanup. Um, however, so taking us back to get to the point, twelve years on the twelfth of February two thousand and nine, Microsoft announced a two hundred fifty thousand dollar reward for information that resulted in the arrest and conviction of those people responsible for the conficle worm. Now, I don't ever recall a reward being offered for a virus, uh, for the capture of a virus uh, author or, or you know group that, that spread this stuff. So, you know, you've got a quarter of a million dollars up for grabs. And as of 2018, that money was still available. And I say 2018 because that is the furthest back I can find evidence that it is definitely still open. Um, so there's a big possibility that's still open today, but uh, you know that that's obviously one that Microsoft were annoyed about.
0: Well, I mean it's something that disrupts your your flagship operating system quite so dramatically that's gonna piss you off, isn't it? I bet I bet Bill was rather unhappy.
2: Yeah, probably reached into his back pocket and said right <laughs> whoever get whoever brings me the head of that writer.
1: Can yes, Add the contents of my wallet,
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: yeah, thing is, like back in 2009, 250 grand might have bought you a one bedroom flat in London. Today, it, it's it won't, so well, it's, um,
2: a, it's a down payment,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a down yeah, payment. It's your
2: deposit.
0: <laughs> well, once you take the exchange rate and tax, that's uh, 125 plus tax, you probably take home maybe 70 grand. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's that's not a lot. lot, is it? No, no. What to rat I mean, unless, out? to rat out one c-
0: of your uh, enemies. <laughs> yeah, well, it depends. I mean, it, it's free money, right? But you know, who knows? Unless it's some, you know, kid in a basement. Um, you got to, you got to be looking over your shoulder for a little while, haven't you?
2: Yeah. Although do you know, there's uh, so place I used to work. Uh, we had a product um where we would sell pii all totally legal uh, basically selling pii <laughs> on uh, dvd uh or cd at the time so it, as it was you know the big big edition was dvd um and it was called the info uk info disc so it's basically a copy of the electoral roll um bt or osis data as it's called uh phone directory data um And Dun & Bradstreet data as well, sort of business information. But with all this, you know, you could look people up. It was used by, you know, genealogy people, uh, you know, Ancestry-type stuff, way before Ancestry.com was a big thing. And we had this problem. Every time we released one, there was this hacker that would release it, uh, you know, almost like a day later. A guy could – in fact, I won't even say. Um, But he – You know, he always released it. It It's complete pain. So people are buying these pirate copies off eBay and, uh, you know, we'd have to go through eBay's Vero program to uh, verify rights ownership or something, you know, to have all these other listings removed. It's just just a hassle. Like, you know what I mean? It took like an hour every morning just to go through that stuff. And um, the way we actually caught him was uh, one of his mates dobbed him in. Uh, yeah, so our, our CTO, our CTO uh, met this guy in uh, Manchester train station, handed over an envelope full of cash, and uh, received the details of uh, who we needed.
0: I'd love to have seen the expense claim for that envelope. Of
2: cash. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's one of the great things about working in uh, smaller companies is that you know the paperwork's a bit more lax. I did. <laughs> well, one day after a company event, I did try uh, claiming back all the uh, racing stubs uh, of all the horses I lost bets on. <laughs> Very good.
0: <laughs> I did once, as part of a build, uh, as in an office build. I did once hand um, fifteen grand of cash over to the uh, office owner for uh, roof tiles for ceiling tiles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is this like where the builders can get it cheaper with it if you don't pay tax sort of thing? Yeah, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the, the guy said, look, you can take them off this other floor if you want. Um, but, you know, it, you know. so rather than paying 35 grand or 50 grand or whatever it was to get some new ones, you can have these for 15.
2: Right, and did so, the tenants of the other floor know that you were taking them? Yeah, <laughs> it was <laughs> it was empty,
0: thankfully. It was empty. Um, but um, but yeah, so I had a chat with our you know uh, CFO and said, look, what if I told you I could I could knock twenty grand off the cost of this build? <laughs> yeah, fantastic. What if I told you I'd need to expense fifteen grand in cash?
2: <laughs> okay, petty <laughs> cash.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. No. So I took the cash out on my Amex.
1: <laughs> oh geez oh dear so, so let's uh, be honest um how much was your commission in there in the cash <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i was a good fate. corporate
0: citizen i was a very good corporate citizen I, I got a lot of kudos for that particular build but uh, uh <laughs> yeah the things you do to make it work right yeah <laughs> funny so, yeah, oh, just, that,
2: that, just that one story, Conficker, still around. If you do know if that uh, reward is available, um, yeah, do let me know and I, I may have some information which yeah, uh, could exactly. lead
1: to the... so, It's funny, like, the guy, the guy who wrote it, even if it was a kid in who tw- was 20, he's probably, like, what, 32 now or something. He's married with Keaton. <laughs> <laughs> he's listening to this
0: podcast going, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> this, this story should have died.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So send us. Uh, so if you know who it is, send us an email at uh, anonymous tips at yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we'll give you ten percent. Yes. <laughs> and
2: so, you're yeah. not the rat, you know. We'll take that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Exactly. We take the risk. We take the risk. And you can, you know, um, we'll, we'll submit it in the name of uh, Javad Malik at gmail.com. <laughs> Excellent, thank you very much, Andy. This week in InfoSword. Oh man! Well, let's hope nothing comes of that particular conversation. <laughs> I, I, I think we we all opened the kimono a little bit on there. <laughs> ah, shall we move on? Go for it! Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> All right, so this is a, <clears throat> excuse me, this is a slightly tongue-in-cheek Billy Big Balls. Uh,
1: that's what you said.
0: <laughs> uh, that's not funny. Anyway, um, so, so as we know, Facebook is upset with Apple. Because, no, because no. Apple is, is protecting the privacy of its of its users. was a snitch. That's why. But carry on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Blah blah blah. Um. But so uh, and are actively trying to uh, diss Apple in the process to 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 get them to um, uh, to get them to back down, which of course they're not going to
2: yeah. do. And this is the same Facebook that's been uh, accused of school bully tactics for their removal of uh, news, uh, the, the the ability to yep. share news on Facebook in Australia.
0: That's right. They yeah. they um they cut all news feeds into Australia, didn't they? Amazing on Facebook which also included companies that weren't news companies I heard
2: yeah so sky news and Gar- uh, no sky news wasn't it uh, in the UK who licensed out to Facebook in Australia yeah, um, yeah their, their stuff was uh, cut for a bit
1: yeah because Absolutely. obviously Facebook
2: wants to be able to control the news that it shares
1: yeah what well, what's funny is uh, it reminds me of this episode of the simpsons where they have a power cut because homer messes something up at the plant and uh, the the camera pans around all of Springfield, and there are kids flying kites. There are there are people having barbecues in their gardens. Like every, <laughs> it, it's just such a blissful, wonderful life. And then the power switches back on, so the power's back, and everyone's, voom, right in front of the TV again. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I think actually this might be a great thing for the um, for our Australian friends that. If they're not getting new through Facebook, I mean, I don't really see the downside to it.
0: No, no. But anyway, that's not the big balls move. Interesting enough, the big balls move is uh, well. Actually, no. Let me give it another little bit of history. Do you remember the Facebook
2: phone? I remember they tried to make a phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, didn't work very well, did it? No. <laughs> so, so making a making a smartphone is quite difficult, right? Um, and only. It takes a lot of technical effort and know-how, etc., to make a decent phone. And let's face it, you know, Google did pretty well with the Android. Um, Apple have done spectacularly well with the with the iPhone, obviously, huge amounts there. Uh, Facebook tried a phone, didn't work. Have they learned from that lesson? Probably not, because um, in their war against Apple, it seems that Facebook are now going to be releasing a watch, a Facebook watch. Okay. The best part about this, of course, is if you can't make a, a phone, how do you think you're going to make a watch? Um, so I think this is going to be a massive own goal for Facebook, even though they think it's probably a Billy Big Balls move, to say the least. Um But So this watch, according to reports, uh, the link's in the show notes, is a standalone device. It's able to hook up to cellular networks without tethering. Um, It's going to build its own ecosystem that's going to let wearers send messages using Facebook services, offer health and fitness features, uh, all the stuff that you'd expect in there, right?
2: So I think, Uh, to me... So that, that's the one that concerns me is the data it captures. And, and I know it's been discussed before with, uh, you know, these wearables and, you know, what information they have. But Facebook has a history of selling your data. But, you know, they are not there to build good products for your benefit. And, you know, health companies, uh, their insurance products, everything they do, you know, insurance companies, they... Would they will pay serious amounts for that data because you know what they do is a complete science, uh, you know to make sure your premiums cover any sort of potential payouts and things like that, uh, and that's the scary part because I don't think Facebook would even hesitate to sell data if they had it on you and they said oh, this is this person in a shop in
0: a heartbeat they would sell it. So, but here's here's the thing as well. I reckon this this watch because they're going to try and saturate the market is going to come in at under a hundred bucks. That's my prediction. Really? And wow. if it comes in at under 100 bucks, the where do you be think they're nice. going to be making their money on that device?
1: So, yeah. I mean, thing is, like, actually, when you look at the market already, there are a whole bunch of very cheap, like, 30-pound yeah, yeah. kind of like, fitness tracker with a bit of watch functionality built into it. So it is very, very possible.
0: Absolutely. Um, actually, and they, they could do this.
1: Yeah. I think the other thing that might have prompted something like this is uh, Google's acquisition of... Fitbit. Uh, Fitbit. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So, you know, they 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 feel... Because Apple's got something in the wearable market. Google's got huge stuff. Um, so they're being a bit left out of everyone else's walled garden. Uh, I think the third factor that comes into play is that um, in, in a lot of developing countries, Facebook is the internet for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I think that is also a key market for them. If they can make a cheap and nasty wearable that captures a lot of information. People in those countries maybe not as privacy conscious or they can't afford an Apple Watch. So it's the next best thing. Um, and, but then you I know. guess,
2: you know, is the data as valuable in developing countries? Not in, you know, in a derogatory way, but I mean, you know, you're not selling, They're not selling medical care and insurance. Well.
1: Yeah, to, uh, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it, this is a long game. I think, I think but when it you we'll become look at it more today, valuable. Yeah, when you look at it today, and if you look at Facebook's ad revenue breakout, the US is by far like I think per person or per household is something like twelve dollars, and then it goes down to other other nations have got like you know a few cents per person. But um, I think the two things to to bear in mind is one is the sheer volume of people you can tap into, uh, so it adds up, and the secondly, it's these are these countries are are skipping a whole. Uh, piece of infrastructure they haven't gone through wired connections or internet they've just gone straight to mobile yeah and they were were
0: doing mobile banking before exactly
1: exactly and the rate of adoption has been higher
0: yeah so i
1: think that in in 10 years time that will be a very very that that I, i wouldn't be surprised if that makes up majority of their ad revenue
0: yeah i wouldn't be surprised if it falls on its ass as well but i also um, you know, given given the, the the luck they had with the phone, and also some of the press they're getting, I think you know, I think uh, although it's still not bad, um, or universally bad, it's I think there is a lot more noise picking up uh, yeah. about Facebook, and also there are other platforms that people are getting more engaged with as well, like what, like what, parlor, parlor, yeah, <laughs> Only OnlyFans. And 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 TikTok for you two gentlemen, as I recall.
2: So I I've always been a fan of TikTok. It's uh, really? And I noticed Jav has Jav has dabbled in the past and then disappeared. Do you remember? That? I think there was one day he turned up like an hour late to the show. <laughs>
0: That's uh, right. Yeah. Spent
2: all night on TikTok, but uh, well, he's
0: back on it again. He Jav. is.
2: He's actually posting content now. Yeah, we uh, have yeah, some of his YouTube channels, but I think... You
0: must uh... be spending a fortune on lingerie, Jav. No. <laughs> no but...
1: what, what, what's really interesting is, from a creative point of view, it, it's really, really good because it forces you <laughs> to take one idea and compress it into 60 seconds or less. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, I've posted, I think, one or two original TikTok content pieces on there, and they were... It took a lot longer to plan them out, but it was a lot quicker to film and, and edit and post them. So um, from a creative perspective, it's it's, it's actually more fun. Uh, the, you cut out all the all the fat. The, the the interesting thing is that from TikTok, then you can download the video, so then you can upload them to YouTube because YouTube has this <laughs> hashtag. No, it's a hashtag shorts, which is their kind of TikTok. Yeah, it's their equivalent. Yeah. yeah, so I've been doing that and uh, one of the videos i posted on linkedin as well so downloaded uploaded it to linkedin as a as a native video and most people were like oh this is good this is really interesting you know share because it was just something about using pass phrases instead of passwords and there was two people on there who commented like what the fuck is this this is a tiktok <laughs> video is on linkedin this is getting ridiculous this is a professional network <laughs> sure.
2: people get so mad about content like Everything, like all any news articles you read will always come from somewhere else. Like the amount of news articles I've seen saying, oh, this TikTok user showed these life hacks or these things. All of the BuzzFeed stories come from Reddit. You know, it's like uh, one of the top 10. Yeah, it's just no one does original content. Like no one sources their own content. It's all taken from other platforms. It's all... You know, subreds that have got, you know, links to YouTube videos or embedded YouTube videos or TikTok videos or Instagram videos, It's um, that's not the thing to get annoyed about.
1: No, no. I mean, I, I'd understand it if it was like do, do, me doing one of those trend dances or something. Then it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <can't> maybe, do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Maybe LinkedIn's not the place to post it, but it was a security tip for, for non-security. No, I dare
0: you, Jeff. I double dare you.
2: Oh, this remind. Oh, do you remember what was the company a few years ago? There was a young lady at the company who did a competition for guess the amount of USBs in a bowl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do you remember? And um, and and she happened to be had a very low cut top on.
0: Yeah, but and 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 a sort of you know attractive woman in in inverted commas, etc. And she took a huge amount of trolling didn't
2: linkedin you? went crazy about that yeah like yeah. just the abuse that she got was unbelievable
0: and yet it was perfectly acceptable business attire and it was actually
1: like a legitimate competition as well yeah exactly, it was. It was. <laughs> exactly. i mean it was. this is like you go to any conference I mean, I mean we're not even talking about booth babe level this is just like very just like wearing a corporate t-shirt kind of would you like to enter our comment? Can I scan your badge type type thing? And you know what? It's just people get so, so... Um, wound uh, up come. for no reason. Yeah, wound up. But they, they just get on their high horses on on LinkedIn. It's just full of pompous asses.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love LinkedIn.
2: <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, and that's why you'll only find me on
1: TikTok
0: because it's full of asses
1: (laughs) (laughs) not the pompous kinds
0: (laughs) no anyway so my prediction a sub $100 Facebook watch from Facebook that would be dangerous uh, that will be dangerous and will fail on its ass and they'll quietly uh, disappear it so uh, just
2: Um, uh, one other point so I've looked at the uh, counterpoint um, market research from 2020 on this this market Apple dominates the wearable industry with over 50% yeah. of the um, yeah I
0: know the market. and
2: Fitbit actually only has 2.4% of the uh,
0: seriously
2: fit. yeah really? that, the, yeah so Apple is 51.4% wrenched
0: that from Fitbit because they were yeah Fitbit were the, the masters well
2: that, this is the interesting thing so you got 51.4% Apple then Garmin come in at uh, 9.4% then Huawei 8.3% Samsung 7.2% uh, I think that's Imu at five point one percent, Amaz Fit two point four, which is on par with Fitbit. And then, uh, so, but the
0: interesting thing is, the market has massively increased since the Apple Watch came out. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, before Fitbits were people for people who wanted to, you know, exercise or whatever. That's By it. the mere fact of buying a or a wearable, I should say, was just for people who wanted to exercise. The mere fact of buying an Apple Watch. You're increasing that market massively. So people who would never have bought one, but then subsequently would go on and
2: and do alternatives. Yeah, and they look for alternatives. And what's the other one
0: that you? Was it Nike had the Jawbone? Oh yeah, no Jawbone was was its own brand. Oh um, Jawbone, but Nike had uh, like a sport band because I had one back in 2013. Right, that was pretty good, although it was it was a solid band.
2: Um, so it wasn't that comfortable. It's like wearing a bangle. Joe, you know I think I recall one night we were at some event with an overnight stay and uh, we both went to the gym. Yes. Um, what? I, 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 know, <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You wouldn't believe it. That was uh, 2013. Was that 2013? Jeez, yeah. yeah. Last yeah, time you, I exercised. You, you were on the cross trainer and I was on the rowing machine. Yeah, and I think yeah, that's when Our you had one of locked those. eyes over
1: the room. Yeah, that's when you had one of those wearables on there. I think that was it, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, you know, you, if you wanted to use a sauna, you could have, like, skipped the gym part altogether.
2: Like, <laughs> well, funny story. The uh, the smoke alarm went off in my room when I used the shower after that because uh, I had it on pretty hot. And uh, the steam actually caused the smoke alarm to go off. Like reception called me. They said, are you smoking in your room? I was like, I don't smoke. Um, and they couldn't figure it out. And, uh, yeah, it turned out the shower was too hot.
1: The <laughs> steam coming out. They said, can you open the windows? I was like, yeah, cool. Whatever. Yeah. So, so oh, so you know, and Andy was like, do you know the difference between a shower and a hot shower? Hot shower's the one I'm in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this has oh, taken a turn.
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, interesting story. Facebook, I would be, I think, if they do make it sub 100 pounds, that is a problem because that would attract people to get it.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they'll think it's... They'll think they're getting a bargain.
2: Yeah, especially if you can uh, use Instagram and WhatsApp on it as well.
0: Yeah. Be dangerous. Wow. Anyway, believe it or not, um, that was this week's
1: Billy Big Balls of the Week.
2: Amazing.
0: Yeah. That was a story that gave and gave, and we stuck that one in last minute. <laughs> <It was. laughs> so, Jav, let's um, let's move straight on, shall we? In the interest of time and the uh, and our and our listeners' um, capacity to hold on any longer for this week's
1: listen up rant of the week. It's time to mother rage. So, my rant of the week is about. LastPass, uh, the popular uh, password manager, and they announced some sweeping changes to its free accounts, uh, apparently making them less useful than they were before. So uh, LastPass, like many online service providers, they have different tiers, pricing. So uh, there's a free tier, there's a personal, and then a professional or whatever. Uh, But from March 16th, free account holders will no longer be able to access their passwords on computers and mobile devices. They'll have to choose one or the other. So after March 16th, the first device you log on to, it will determine your active device type. And um, when you fire it up, say, like on on your second device, it will say, no, you know, you've got to use it from that one. So, you know, it will give you three tries to do it. Yeah, um, you know, so you know it's and so sorry. Just the
2: idea is that you then have to upgrade to a higher subscription to be able well, yeah. to use multiple devices.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know the free version now is kind of like throttled that you can only use it primarily on one device. But you know, if you start paying two twenty five a month, um, you know you can then have it across multi devices. How much? Two twenty five dollars a month. Two two dollars twenty five cents a month. Yeah.
2: Okay, okay, just check. It's like
1: 25 bucks a year, right? Something like that, I believe okay. so, yeah. That, that's what it says in this article. <laughs> um, anyway, I so much to my surprise, I, I logged onto Twitter the, uh, the, the other day and I saw LastPass was trending. So I was like, why is LastPass trending? I, I hadn't heard of the story then. And there was so much outrage. People were calling them all sorts of names. They were saying they don't like... Their customers, these are classic drug dealer tactics where you give someone a free hit what? and then you start charging them. <laughs> there were people calling them bait and switchers. What? Um, so I, I, yes, I genuine, genuinely asked the question. I was like, there's a service that is, in my opinion, very useful, fully fledged, um, and they're offering it for free. Uh, but now they want, they, they're they thinking, well, it's a business decision they're taking. It's not, it's not, no. So this is something that, again, um, it's very easy to think that everyone's out there doing stuff uh, out of the goodness of their heart. It's an act of philanthropy. But we have to remember that everyone's out there, these organizations, they're a business and they're not in the, their business is to make money. That's what we have to remember, no matter what it is. They're out there to make money. It just so happens that they're providing security as a service there, you know, and maybe down, you know, second or third or whatever, somewhere on the list is like, yeah, we want to make a world a better place by having people have better credentials. But ultimately, they want to make business. And if they're giving away something for free, they might look at it and say, hey, this is just becoming too costly to sustain as a business. Maybe. I don't know. I I can't see the insides of LastPass's uh, financials. I don't know how much it costs them to stand up a free service for users or how much or what percentage maybe they've only got 30% of their total user base as paying customers and 70% are free. Yeah. Who knows? Last class knows. They have all the information. We don't. So they've based on that, made a decision to say, okay, let's, Restrict the number of devices, so it's not like they're taking away free altogether, but they're restricting. So they're still
0: it. saying you can have a free service.
1: You can have a free service just on one device only, and it won't synchronize. So you know, okay, I get it. It's it's a pain. Yeah, I mean, I if anyone uses any of these types of services, the beauty is that you can be on your phone, your laptop, your desktop, your yeah, your, your tablet. It? It, it just it just works normally, very. Very, um uh, so, so I asked Twitter, I said, Why are you upset? And, um, you know, so, so some person said, uh, the problem is they raised the prices, doubling them not too long ago, and now crippling the, fee- the free tier. I used to pay them, but I'm done over these last two changes. Um, someone else so this said, This
0: person used to pay, but because yeah. they're now reducing the level of free service that they don't take advantage of, not going to use them anymore,
1: yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, you know, and, and to be honest, like the, the Twitter responses were very divided. They were like yays and nays on on both sides. Uh, someone said that you know in a in a tweet that made me smile. They go, "Infosec at work, the business does not like to take security seriously. They will never approve our budget." Infosec at home, I'm not paying a penny for security. I need it for free. <laughs> So you know there, and there, there are plenty of others and you know you can you can look on Twitter or we, we'll put some tweets in in the show notes um, I think like one thing we, we need to understand is uh, SAS uh, software service has changed the way software is is built is distributed and consumed yeah. we're, we're, we're no longer can you get the Microsoft Windows uh, you know, CD or floppy disk and install it and give it to your friend and they can install it and, and what have you. And you never have to pay it again. Everything's about recurring payments. And it's about, you know, uh, annual retention rates. And that's how businesses are built and valued these yeah. days.
2: And, and the part of that is, you know, I mean, you, you sort of mentioned the the Microsoft stuff. Remember Adobe Photoshop, like back in the day, everyone had Photoshop. Yeah. because it was free <laughs> you know, it came it came on bootlegged uh cds that you shared with your mates in a key gen and yes. uh you know that's why everyone you know i think in our generation knows how to use photoshop um, whereas now it, it's uh SaaS. you know you got to pay for it it's a subscription uh, platform if you don't pay for it you don't get access to it um but alongside that is the fact that that maintenance Needs to be done with this software. If you think back then, you know Adobe, you, you wouldn't update it for a year until you got the next version, you know. Yeah. Whereas now, you know this Every software is of weeks. yeah, exactly. And it's things like LastPass, Microsoft
0: Office, right?
2: Yeah, someone like LastPass, they can't afford to have a breach, you know, yeah. because their 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 whole business is about uh, you know obviously securing um, you know your security. Uh, exactly. So th- that's going to cost money. To,
0: and, In fact, you know, before before Log Me and bought them, they did have a breach and they handled it really well.
1: Yeah. But there's only so many of those you can handle really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, Sony yeah, before it becomes a BAU. Of course. Yeah, of course.
2: but it's yeah, yeah I mean I I'm, I'm on the side of uh, it's their product. Uh, yeah. I can see soldier yeah. of Fortran has said that, you know, it's their but product also, they can do with. How are you
0: a how are you a customer when you're not paying for something? Surely <laughs> <laughs> the well, the, well, the sheer accuses. definition of being a customer means you're, yeah, you are handing over something in return for something else. That's, yeah. that's,
1: a- that's right. That's right. And you're not handing over anything. It's not like they're giving you targeted ads in return.
0: No, it's like they know no, you right. have accounts
1: with these service providers, and so let's now sell you ads for their competitors or something. It's it's not like that. And uh, and, and this isn't unique. I mean, let's put last to the side for a second, but. You know, Google Photos, they they recently announced that, you know, they're putting an end to their unlimited free photo storage.
2: Indeed. Um, uh, I believe we covered this, uh, Jav, a, a few weeks yes, ago with uh, yes. our co-host, Graham Cluley,
1: uh, I believe, did the story. The there. other old white man. But uh, I don't know. Uh, also Older white man. The, last year, uh, Gramps, Cluley, Cluley, <laughs> Gramps Cluley. Gramps Cluley. <laughs> uh, do, do you remember Sonos when they started um, bricking their their devices.
0: Yeah, they, they did a U turn, though, didn't they? They
1: did a U turn. But, you know, it's something that every business these days considers. John Deere, they make tractors and there's a big hoo ha about them in the US because. Yeah, that's
0: a dick move from John Deere. Though. That is a dick
1: <laughs> the, the point being is that our relationship with software and how we consume it is not what it was 20 years ago. It's like, changed. It's yeah, changed absolutely. very much. So, you know, yeah. I. I my my point is like how much should we be paying for security? I mean to Andy's point, they offering a great service. Um, it it it's a very vital service. Is it reasonable for us to expect these kind of security things to be for free? Especially if it's a standard I would understand if it was built in, if if say like Microsoft bought LastPass. And then they said, "But to unlock it, you need to pay us another two dollars and twenty-five cents a month." I would say that's, you know, I'm paying you a subscription for O365. I want it to be included, yeah. But this is a yeah, that's right, that's right.
0: But this is a standalone product, yeah. I think even Microsoft wouldn't do that.
1: No, <laughs> no. So you know, how much should we expect people to pay for security? And one of the challenges we do have is that everything. Nowadays, it's kind of like a standalone product, and everything is, is built to us for less than a price of a cup of coffee a month. Yeah, But there's only so many coffees you can have in a month. Yeah. That's
2: like a measurement of, uh, and the funniest thing about that is the success of coffee shops, when yeah. you can make great coffee at home. Yes. <laughs> yeah, or in the office. We've we got yeah. one of the fanciest machines I've ever seen uh, in our office, and uh, we still go out and uh, buy coffee.
0: Uh, but experience. that's now you're talking about the social aspect of going out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shop, yeah, 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 other yeah.
2: God, I miss that. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly. So, exactly. So I go yeah. to the coffee shop in town. You know my, you know my my regular place. All right, all right. Busy? No. Okay. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> I always try and go in there once a day to get a coffee. So, uh, but anyway, I think this yeah. Is
1: this, yeah,
0: go on. I was going to say, yeah. The th- the thing here is, this is not a closed market. There are plenty, plenty of other products out there. In fact, I believe that the, the second best podcast. Um, in the world is is sponsored by another one of their competitors,
2: yeah. Um, and it's, it's just to clarify, it's the reason that LastPass needs to start charging is because they used to sponsor the second best infosec podcast out there. <laughs> That's UK. true, they've
0: probably funneled all their cash into yeah. into um smashing security, friends of the show, and now can't afford to offer a free version. So, mm. yeah, thanks, Gramps.
1: Yeah, so so for any. Startups out there wanting to get massive exposure but not bleed the coffers dry come to the yeah. best security podcast. Things.
0: We're a lot cheaper. We're a lot cheaper. But but going back, you know, it's not like it's a closed market. There are plenty of other options. And in fact, you could um, on on all platforms. Um, I can't talk about Linux because uh, I don't have anything of that here. But on all platforms, well,
2: m- most of the people that use Linux are already sort of got the the tin file. Um, this is Notebooks right. with them.
1: <laughs> they, they, build their own, they build their own password managers. They don't, yeah. They
2: don't trust they,
0: cloud-based. They right. recompiled the kernel. to. Uh, <laughs> um, but but so, for instance, Safari on Mac has got its own um, keychain, which works across the iPhone. Yeah. You could, if and, you and don't use a me, Mac. And
2: it tells me frequently the amount of passwords that are compromised that yeah, I use. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> um, on, on Windows machines, you could download Chrome or Firefox, um and do that on Android, and they share if you if you create accounts they share um uh using um you know password credentials as well um maybe not as good as LastPass, um and I, I generally i don't think they are i'm a last pass customer and a very happy one a family i think i have a family account with them um but it is that it's- you get what you pay for right you get what you pay for. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and and you can't you can't ask for your money back on a free service when that free service changes.
2: <laughs> yeah. This exactly. free service in in the you know you're in no way obligated to use now yes. wants to cover its yeah. costs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, exactly. I think that, that I don't think I don't think there's anything more to say on top of that. I think every everyone loves a free product, yeah, but Also, you know, why begrudge someone or or a business trying to monetize their offering? Yeah. Mic drop. (laughs) Mic drop. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, no, sorry,
0: I've got to do this. Hang on.
1: Rant of the Week.
0: Blimey, we got into that, didn't we? (laughs) Oh, I like the John Deere being dicks <laughs> added into the show notes. You'll see that. Well,
2: I thought I'd add that in as uh, you, you brought up. It's like what John Deere did, and then no one explained what they did. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. Yeah. Should you, you want o- to know?
0: If you buy a John Deere tractor, only John Deere can service it and do anything with it. If um, if you if somebody else basically opens it up and starts servicing it, it shuts down the tractor. Yeah. And you can't use it. And if you put non John Deere parts in it, it shuts down the tractor. Yeah.
1: It's not good. People good are the tractors.
2: Yeah, 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 and it's exactly. increased the sales of uh, secondhand uh, or older John Deere models as well. The, yeah, that's, that's
0: right. Yeah. And the brands, you know, the the, the um, it's damaged the brand as well massively. I mean, Jesus, John Deere is a you know massive brand in the US, and here I am. Living in a you know living in a town in, in the UK knowing that John Deere are dicks. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like the, the news travels. So when I'm next in the market for a, a tractor, I tell you,
2: I'm not buying John you're Deere. Buy the John Deere one. You make yeah. sure your gardener doesn't ride John Deere. Yeah, exactly. Damn
0: straight. Damn straight. And on that note,
1: you're listening to the host unknown podcast. Bubblegum for the brain.
2: Fantastic. Uh, So our source on probation over at the InfoSec PA Newswire has been very busy bringing us the latest and greatest security news from around the globe. Industry News.
0: Nearly two-thirds of CVEs are low-complexity. Industry
2: News. Police reportedly arrest
1: Egregor ransomware members. Industry News. The Index Insider's Breach hits nearly 5,000 inboxes. Industry News.
0: Duo charged with multi-million dollar dark web drug scheme.
2: Industry News. Microsoft. 1,000 plus hackers worked on
1: SolarWinds campaign. Industry
2: News.
1: Centrion. Sandworm attacks targeted legacy open source product.
2: Industry News.
0: NHS phishing scam promises hashtag
2: #covid19 vaccine. Industry news. Singtel breach hits 129,000 customers.
1: Industry news. Two more Lazarus Group members indicted for North Industry Korea. Industry news.
0: And that was this week's Industry news.
2: Industry news. Oh dear! Huge, if true.
0: Do you know what the one that really surprises here? Me here, Duo charged with multi-million-dollar dark web drug scheme. I know. I'm. I. Are su- revenues down for Duo Security or something? Because I thought they were a good, valid business, but now I, they're. What, you know what's yeah. Wendy neither doing? I have getting no Involved idea. in a dark web drug She's drug gone scheme.
1: full Heisenberg, hasn't she? She has. I mean, she's. Well, you know, it's uh, it's really weird. I wonder if Cisco are going to distance themselves from it. Well, precisely. Oh, hold a second. Hold oh, from... a second. I've
2: just got an incoming call.
1: Uh, yeah, it's the lawyers. Yeah,
2: they want to clarify it's not Duo the company, <laughs> not not Duo the multi-billion-dollar company with a, a large team of corporate lawyers, um, but rather Duo as in indicating two people. <laughs> yeah, but, oh. so so who's
0: working with Wendy then? <laughs> Wendy, if you're listening, or in fact anybody from Geo, would you like to comment?
2: Oh, dear.
1: Oh, Oh man. The the one, the story beneath it, the the one that Andy read Microsoft, a thousand plus hackers worked on SolarWinds' campaign. Did they find the timesheets or something? where, Where did they find a thousand hackers from? There's a In case no one knows, we've got, like, 50 billion shortage of security professionals, (laughs) (laughs) according to IC Squared. So where have they found a (laughs) Um, uh, 1,000? They're
0: they're all the ones that don't have five years of experience.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're the associates, right? Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, Microsoft assigned 500 engineers to look into this themselves, internally.
1: Wow! Wow! How many years' experience do they have? <laughs> <laughs> Combined, they have five hundred years' experience.
0: <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, it, it, Sunburst has been well, probably the biggest since Not Petcha, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd say yeah. It's quite a big it's one. Up, it, it's probably bigger than Not Petcha and Wanna Cry in terms of um, impact potentially it's just it's not quite so it hasn't taken people out of business you know like shutting down the nhs or closing down mask or sony or whatever what it's done is just opened up back doors so it's not quite so dramatic
2: yeah but i think there's a lot more people um sort of misery loves company on this one you know so many people have been impacted <laughs> it's a real yeah. sort of how do we work together to fix it
1: yeah that's right that's right well, well, this is the thing. It's like, again, it's um, this is capitalism at its finest, isn't it? When, when the rich get attacked or, or, or things don't go their way, then uh, suddenly you can find a 500 engineers. But someone gets scammed by these call centers abroad, and they're like, hello, I'm calling from Microsoft, and I'm here to help you. And then they, they scam some poor pensioner out of their money. Then it's like, oh, sorry, uh, file a police report and get a crime reference number. There's nothing we can do about it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's about getting the right people to um, to be attacked, isn't it? At the end of the day. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's move on to.
1: Javad's weekly stories.
0: Oh, you don't want to have filled anything out in. <laughs> okay. In which case, that was this week's.
1: <laughs> Javad's weekly stories. Right, Another solid Jav's week. For employees
0: you know, must try harder. <laughs> <clears throat> Okay, so um, ooh, what should we do? Well, I think we're gonna have to go straight on to tweet of the week. Time is pushing quite um, is, is nudging us insistently in the back.
1: Well, if you stop if you stop gassing and carry on with it, we would. Uh, make,
2: yeah, all right. Uh, I'm trying to
1: find the. The blooming you know, jingle. Jeff,
2: whenever Tom's talking in between, it's because he's searching on his iPad,
1: scrolling through the different ports for which yeah, sounds... I've got so
2: many bloody jingles, I can't find the
1: damn thing. He's picking it up and pulling it closer to his face and squinting <laughs> like a mole. Looking over his glasses. <laughs>
0: uh, is my camera on?
1: <laughs> Tweet of the Week.
0: And we're doing that one
2: again, as always.
1: Tweet of the Week.
2: So I have this story and I absolutely love it. I think Jav, you sent it around the group chat. Uh, <coughs> oh, sorry, Tom. <laughs> I put, like, see. Normally, when funny stuff comes through, I just if it's not come from me, I just instantly assume it's Jav. <laughs> but I may, you know, this is just what my brain does. It just fills in the blanks. Obviously, Tom spent a long time, and I mean years, being very passive on the group chat and uh, so you know when you do send stuff it does make me double take sometimes but uh, so this is uh just or uh, how do i say it? just not poking fun at uh what's going on in texas but you know there's a, a light-hearted version of you know what's come out of uh you know the the weather troubles they're having over in texas and this is a guy who's talking about his brother who's essentially like a, a prepper uh you know for all um uh, for all intents and purposes. And this guy has done this tweet, and his name is at Torian Gray on Twitter, uh, Jean-Michel Connard. And so he says, So my eldest brother, who is a moron, has been playing soldier with his moron friends in the deserts of Texas for the last year, preparing for the collapse of civilization if Biden won. This is lol. Uh, <laughs> they were burying food and ammo stashes out in the desert, running drills, crazy stuff. Uh, so this included getting a CB license, so you know he could be their lifetime lifeline to other groups of white idiots when the cell towers all went offline. Uh, you know, because he wouldn't want to violate federal law while communicating with your resistance groups after the fall of the federal government. <laughs> um, So he says, anyways, you would assume, given that they've been prepping for the end of the world for at least a year, they were well situated to ride out the rolling blackouts, right? Well, and he goes into great detail of uh, examples of how they are just failing terribly. Uh, So he says their plan for cooking and heating (laughs) during an extended power outage was natural gas. (laughs) But like a lot of homes, their gas service is out. The food in their freezer and fridge is already toast due to the power outages. So they're down to can stuff, but there's a catch. They can get into the pool top cans just fine, but the ones that require an opener, <laughs> their only can opener is electric. So a good three quarters of his canned food store is inaccessible to him unless he goes after it with a knife, which I sincerely hope he does. Um, and it's just a great thread. It's like, so Captain Survivor was eating unheated ravioli out of a can yesterday because I guess he doesn't know how to start a fire. They've got a <laughs> fire pit, but that too is gas fired. <laughs> um, oh, my God. And so, that I mean, the great thing is just a great thread to read. It's like, you know, the saving grace in all of this is that he's having to ration his phone usage. Uh, so he can't sit on the phone with his mum for hours crying, <laughs> crying about it. Um And, uh, yeah, he's presumably sitting there shivering, ranting ranting about libs while he sucks down cold beefaroni. What a life. But on the plus side, they've got plenty of guns and ammo so they can shoot the shit out of snow. Uh, this I, I think you know we've all seen the images of the capital um you know riots and, and what's gone on in the u.s yeah and that run up to the election uh and i can honestly believe everything here you know even though my, you, you wonder if some of these uh stories were embellished a bit for uh you know entertainment value uh i genuinely believe that all of this happens and probably is just scratching the surface uh of what's going on there but um I mean, you know, to not take the piss too much and to try and tie it up. I think this is a classic example of uh, testing your continuity plans. Yes. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know yeah. how many people, you know, got hit by the pandemic and then realized their network couldn't take, uh, you know, everyone working from home, for example. Um, you know, with, with the bandwidth issues, uh, you know, offices are inaccessible for, for long periods of time. Um, and where you've got this guy here, clearly you know prepping for so long, just didn't think that uh, electricity would go out. Um, and uh, yeah, all the gear, no idea. Uh, I guess it's or not
0: this... realizing that his electric can opener runs on electricity. Yes,
2: <laughs> those damn government-funded electricity. Government. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no great thread. It's uh, links in the show notes. Um, probably even funnier when you read through it yourselves
0: it was a very very good story in fact he tells a lot more stories about his brother as well.
2: yeah Um, and you know you can tell the uh, you can spot the Republicans uh, in the responses yeah (laughs) (laughs) really careful (laughs) yeah Yeah, if if you keep your wits about you and uh, understand the type of hints that they may drop uh, yeah (laughs) excellent
0: thank you Andy for this week's
2: tweet of the week
0: Right, I think we're going to have to skip the Sticky Pickle, given, sorry, Sticky Pickle tip trademark of the week, uh, given we've already hit an hour. Blimey, blimey, couldn't shut us up this week.
2: We're not getting through half the
1: stories we got.
0: No, no, I don't know why we make so much effort. (laughs) We're
1: We're doing the Jerry Maguire method of, like, fewer stories, better, but better... Research, better content. I don't better research, no. No, no, con- no, um... no, no. No, just no, just talk no, about the fewer stuff for a bit longer. Yes, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> just pad it out. You know, you got a ten minute presentation, but you got half an hour to fill, no problem. Three slides.
1: You're right. Yeah, exactly. Three slides and don't, a lot of don't planning. rely on the audience to ask questions at the end. <laughs> no, that's
0: right. That's right. Excellent. So, gentlemen, thank you so much uh, for this week. Really appreciate it. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Javad. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. As always. Thank you, Andy.
2: Stay secure, my friends.
0: Stay secure, and thank you very much.
1: You've been listening to The Host Unknown Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, comment and subscribe. If you hated it, please leave your best insults on our Reddit channel.
2: Worst episode ever.
1: R slash smashing security.
0: We should actually check out that Reddit channel to see if anybody has complained. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Gramps
1: will let us know if someone else. Oh,
0: that's true. That's true. Outsource it. Yeah. Or Carole, anyway. I mean, you know, Gramps is probably a bit too tired these days, but, you know, I'm sure Carole would let us know.